Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline and uh, recapping me from the weekend and yesterday and such, uh, our good friend Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. You can find him on Twitter at ByRyanWood. And uh, Ryan, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing well, Bill. How are you? I'm doing extremely well. So uh, give me your thoughts. I know Matt LaFleur had made the announcement that uh, they were going to do cutdowns in person because he felt he owed it to the players And uh, as we creep up all upon this. So give me your thoughts on this uh, on this roster as it's shaping up. And we've talked about some of the glaring holes. Why don't we talk about the positive side of things and some of the strengths and some of the tough choices they're going to have to make? Yeah, you know, for the, being such a truncated training camp, I, I think that what we learned Sunday when they had their 98-place scrimmage inside Lambeau Field was that they have a good idea what their 53 is going into this week. Uh, th- this week is really a transitional week. It's a regular season schedule um, that Matt LaFleur wanted to get his guys into that routine uh, going into next week when it literally is week one. Um, there's still some competitive, some competitive periods in practice this week, but you're going to see a lot more scout team, a lot more uh, first-team offense against scout team on cards, running the Vikings plays and vice versa. All that means – they have a good feel for for their 53. Um, the 98 play scrimmage, half of that was the first team. It was not designed to have to uncover some gems at the bottom of the roster. They they they, they know who their guys are that they're going to go in. So I think that you're going to see it done pretty efficiently this weekend um, as far as the the cut down and um, it's like Ryan Gudikin said. There's only a couple spots in his mind that that really are open at this point. So. I know they're going to have some tough days and such. Uh, the overall depth of this team, we know that, you know, it, it, the old adage, especially in football, is, you know, the starters can win you a lot of games, but it's going to be the depth that's going to win you a championship. So this team has depth at running back. This team has depth, is at least my opinion, on the offensive line, except for that left tackle position. The wide receiver's a little bit thin. Um, we know they have some depth up front. Uh, you got Montrevious Adams with a bad foot right now. Is Montrevious Adams... Is this that year where we look at Montrevious Adams? If he, if he doesn't have a big year, we kind of use the word, the B word, the bust word. 
Oh, I don't think there's any question. He's a third-round pick. He's going into the final year of his contract. This It is now or never for Montrevious Adams. If he doesn't figure it out now, when will he? Um, that That's a very fair question but, and a fair term, frankly, to use. So does he look or is the reports on him – favorable for actually showing up and being something this year? Or do we just, you, you haven't seen enough to really make a determination? Yeah, you know, haven't seen much of him uh, lately because of the injury, the, 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 mm-hmm. the foot or toe injury. He's He's been out of the boot um, at, at practice, initially was in a boot. But at the beginning of camp, he was right where he was a year ago, which is getting an opportunity to rotate in on that starting defensive line in uh, and, and base defense, getting an opportunity to be a part of, of what Mike Pettin is doing there. And it's just a matter of whether or not once he's healthy, he's, he's able to, to grab that opportunity, something he wasn't able to do last year. The physical talent, the athleticism is, is beyond question. I mean, there, there's no doubt that he has the, the athleticism to, to compete in the trenches. Matt LaFleur said that it's really a, a question of just – him figuring out where he needs to be and, and taking care of his assignments. And that's been the thing that's held him back so far. So he's a fourth-year player now. He's going into his fourth season. Um, he's got a good base of, of physical talent to build on. He's just got to take care of his responsibilities and, and at his position, and, and that's, that's what they're counting on. When he is healthy, that's what they'll be counting on him to do. Anybody standing out to you, by the way, as this – second or even third or this depth particular person when it comes to the wide receiving core is anything starting to materialize that's going to make you go oh yeah okay well this is the reason they didn't draft somebody well i i don't know if we can get there until the games start but the the rotation has settled down it, when when they go into their 11 personnel with three receivers on the field it's obviously going to be Devontae adams but behind him i think you're going to see a lot of alan lazard and, and marquez out scanling um those two guys have had good camps. Uh, Alan Lazard had a, had a touchdown, uh, very similar to his touchdown on Terry Slay back in, in Detroit in the finale last year where he was well covered and just jumped over the defensive back. And, and he uses that, that size, that, that catch radius and, and that leaping ability to go get footballs that DBs can't because they don't have that size. We, we've seen him do that. He had that kind of play in, inside Lambeau Field. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling had four, only, only four catches in the scrimmage. Three of them were first downs to convert uh, a third down. The other one that wasn't was a fourth and three, 21 yards on, on a fourth and three. So he, he's had some clutch catches. He, he, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has put together a nice camp for himself. There were some shaky moments in the beginning. But over the past week and a half to two weeks, he's been steady. He's He's been solid and consistent. And – those four catches that he had Sunday, all of them were intermediate routes. There was no bomb. And, and what we've seen from Marquez Valdez-Scantling when, when he has made plays is this downfield because he's got that size and that speed that he can run downfield and, and make those plays. Uh, it's been the intermediate routes that he has struggled to, to, to grasp. And so I thought, thought that was promising too, not just that they were four clutch catches, but that they were intermediate and they were just that they're a receiver being a receiver running the routes that need to be run. Uh, so does any of this matter when, when the games start? Maybe not. I mean, that's, that's the next test for this young group is what do they do when the games are real? And it's not when they're, when they can be tackled, when, when, you know, it's, it's an entirely different level at that point, 
But for a training camp, I, I do think that those two have emerged as guys that uh, the, the Packers feel relatively good about going into the season. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. Uh, go over to the uh, defensive side of the football. Kamal Martin, uh, a lot of praise being heaped upon him uh, for the way he's had a really solid training camp. Now the question becomes, is that translatable? Is this somebody who's – because we've seen this before where somebody has a tremendous training camp or a tremendous preseason and it really doesn't translate into being able to, to play in the NFL or at least get off to a fast start. You know, Ty Summers last year unbelievable uh, preseason he was all over the field showing his speed and then didn't hardly see a snap playing middle linebacker in the regular season so does Kamal Martin does he get that nod that's a really great point Bill with Ty Summers because you're right he had a ton of tackles last year and he made the team and but he was a special teamer Kamal Martin that's that's the question going in is is how much of this is practice and how much of it's the game especially for a rookie um, and at his position, especially for a rookie, it's not quite like playing quarterback, right? But it's it's a very heady position where there just hasn't been a lot of time for, for a rookie linebacker to uh, adapt in, into a defense and develop into the playbook and all that. So um, that's going to be something that, that, that that's probably the real test because physically, I think a big reason why he's had such a good camp is that he's healthy. He had the knee that cost him a few games last year and then needed surgery after the season at Minnesota. And he just he wasn't feeling right most of his final college season. And now he does. Now that knee feels good. He's able to move around unencumbered. There's no discomfort. Uh, and it makes a huge difference for a guy. So, uh, yeah, I, I think physically he's, he's there. It's just being a rookie, there, there's bound to be some, some bumps in the road, especially with the way that this offseason was. So how does he handle those things is, is the big question for him. I know that uh, the other big news was that uh, it was a pretty solid performance in the scrimmage that uh, that Jordan Love had. Talked about his performance. Yeah, Jordan Love, you know, Matt LaFleur called it his best day, and he, it, it makes sense. I mean, statistically, that, that, that bore out. Um, it started with a few high throws over the middle of the field, which you don't want to see. But he was able to immediately come back from those, and he converted a third and long um, on that, that his first drive after those high throws. He found Darius Shepard for a 34-yard gain. Um, Darius Shepard is wide open behind the secondary, but yeah, he didn't overthrow him. He was you know very calmly hit him in stride for for a huge gainer, um, and, and he was good on third down. All three of the, the Packers quarterbacks were really good on third down in the scrimmage. Um, that to me. Quietly, that 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 might be one of the one of the stories of camp is is how good this offense has consistently looked on third down, something that they were just wretched in last year. They they could not stay on the field if it was third down. J.K. Scott was already getting warmed up. So if you know again, what's it look like in the games? Can that carry over? But if that does, the way that this Packers offense has looked on third down, Jordan Love included. Um, it, it could be a big difference in terms of building on year two. Great stuff as always, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk again later this week and then uh, kind of go from there, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is our good friend Ryan Wood uh, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now.
right now. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. They've been doing it for 85-plus years. They know how to treat you right. If you work hard, they're going to do that. So call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.